but what is my vision for my role? How involved do I want to be in projects? Like in five years time, do I want to be writing copy? In 10 years time, do I want to be writing copy? Like, what is it that I want? And then creating a business model with that intentional strategy to match that vision. You're listening to the Freedom Found Podcast, an audio community for freedom-driven entrepreneurs wanting to build and scale an impactful online business that allows you to spend more time with your toes in the sand than your fingers on the keyboard. I'm your host, Crystal Church. I'm a copywriter and consultant, borderless entrepreneur, and wannabe dog mom. On this podcast, we'll talk all things online business, marketing, strategy, mindset, health, travel, and what it's really like to be a borderless entrepreneur. Freedom Found is all about equipping you with insight and actionable tips to help you build your business around your life so you can spend more time exploring new cities, hanging with your family, working on that new business project, or quite frankly, however the hell you'd like. Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of the Freedom Found Podcast. We are doing things a little bit differently today. I am sat on the beautiful, beautiful turquoise beach with white sand under the sun. And I was like, you know what? I don't wanna go and record the podcast episode in my office today. It is a beautiful day. So I've sat down right here on the sand and we're gonna do this thing here because is that not what this is all about? Creating a business and a life that you love and a business that works around your life, right? So I'm like, fuck it. We're doing the podcast on the beach today because I want to sit on the beach. It lights me up. It fills my soul. I hope it fills yours up too. I hope you can hear the waves. I hope that soothes you. And I want to have a conversation today really around this concept of what, what we're building, what we can do to make sure that what we're building is in the most sustainable, effective way, how we can make sure that we're not spending time going down paths that aren't worth it for us. And I was asked this question recently by somebody, which was, Crystal, what, what if you could go back in your business, what would you do to scale to multi six figures now, knowing what you know now, right? So imagine if I went back in time and I had nothing in the business, it wasn't in existence yet, but I had the knowledge that I have today. So I'm going to answer that for you live. I love this question. This is from a podcast listener. And I love it when you guys DM me these questions because it gives me a chance to just create content that is answering your specific thoughts and the things that would really help you in the moment that you're at in your business. So if you're listening and you have a question that you'd like me to answer, you shoot me a DM, my friend. I would love to answer it for you on the podcast. So here's the thing. If I was going back in time in my business, there are several things that I would change. And I think that I did a a great job. I'm gonna give past Crystal credit. I think I did a great job scaling the business without any information on business, marketing, learning every single thing from scratch. But now knowing what I know, there are so many things, so many strategies I cycled through, so many tactics, so many divergent paths that I went down that really took up time and energy that I did not need to spend. And I hope that this episode can save you the divergent paths can save you the time, the energy, and just the question of, am I doing the right thing? And help give you a little bit more clarity into what you're doing. So for me, those of you that know my story, you know, just a few years ago, I was an elementary school teacher. 
I was teaching fifth grade. I was working in an international school in Singapore. I spent my career working my um, way up the ladder at international schools around the world, working at some of the top ones. It was fantastic, but it was also full of a boys club atmosphere. And it was really hard to have a voice, a constant battle to be able to affect change because even though like, education is the industry. I don't know if there's a, uh, another one out there that is like so female dominated. All of the leadership personnel were men except for one. And I'm talking like literally dozens of people. And in this school, it was particularly bad. And I just knew I did not want to have to sit there unheard fighting constantly in my career making i would say very little change you know it was a high stress environment with low morale for a lot of us women there and I, I knew i had to get out i knew i had to quit i knew i had to create something for myself and even before that job i'd always had an interest in starting a business i didn't really think of myself as oh one day i'm going to be a business owner but dale and i had previously talked about started a previous business and i decided i wanted to create my copywriting career. I'm not even going to say business at that point because I thought about it more of as a career and I wanted to impact change and give voice to women who didn't have a voice, right? Give voice to brands who were doing new and different, better things in, in industries that had been the same for quite some time, disrupting new industries. I wanted to be able to basically combat in a different way what I had seen in this like high-ranking education space. So I did. I started my business and soon learned to think about it as a business, but when I thought about growing it, I was just thinking about myself. Okay, in order to grow the business, I can increase my prices. In order to grow the business, I can take on more clients. In order to grow the business, I can adjust my offers, right? And I can, I can offer different things at different price points for different lengths of time, shorter, longer, you name it. What I wish that I had done and what I would do differently now if I went back in time is I would actually say from the get-go, how do I wanna scale this? Like I always had a big vision in my mind that's adapted and changed every single year. Even every six months, I kind of come back to that vision and reassess and tweak according to what myself and Dale really want out of business and life. But at that time, I thought I was just going to create something that I was gonna be in day in and day out. And I wasn't going into it saying, I wanna create something that I have to work in 24 seven and be on projects every single day. But I just didn't know there was another option. So now, that I have gone through this journey and I know there are other options, I would very soon start thinking about, okay, what's the longer term vision for the business, specifically with my role, not what we're offering, not what our prices are, but what is my vision for my role? How involved do I wanna be in projects? Like in five years time, do I wanna be writing copy? In 10 years time, do I wanna be writing copy? Like, what is it that I want? And then creating a business model with that intentional strategy to match that vision. So that's what I've come to over the three years in my journey. But if I had started out with that, I think I would have been able to skip a lot of time and skip a lot of those paths that I didn't necessarily need to go down. So that includes like, I am a huge advocate for diversifying your revenue. However, I would also do that at different stages in my business. I would definitely have a plan for how I'm going to scale, how I'm going to diversify my revenue, but I would give different lengths of runway. So instead of saying, okay, in six months, I'm going to do this offer, in six months, I'm gonna do this, and in six months, I'm gonna do this, I would give a longer runway between each one of them. The reason being, all you need is one irresistible offer to scale. That's it. Just one irresistible offer to scale. And once you scale that up to half a million minimum, then a million beyond, 
then okay layer in the next piece okay layer in the next piece and that doesn't mean that you can't have secret menu items and some other things like these are all very unique examples that or I, I should say questions I would answer you know if I knew specifics about somebody's business and, and how they could work these other elements in if they wanted to have more than one thing but for the sake of simplicity on this episode having one simple scalable offer that is irresistible that will take you to scale is key then layering in phases of growth re-offers and also re-marketing phases the way that you're going to show up and be visible as a brand so that might be you doing different things you know and getting visible that that might be different depending on the kind of model that you're going to build so that's the first thing i would do differently is start to think about okay what's the model I want? Do I want to build an agency? Do I want to do a EDU platform and create copywriting courses? Do I want to coach other copywriters? Like what is it that I want to do then? And then start to focus on letting that be my next primary goal. Now that doesn't mean I would stop doing my one-on-one projects right away. There's a way to phase this out that I've done and that I've talked to a lot of my copywriter coaching clients and helped them work out a system that is so unique to them and lets them scale one area while still having consistent revenue in the other. But without getting too much in the weeds for the sake of this conversation and to stay on track, it's really about looking at functional time and energy spend in the business and saying, okay, where's the revenue coming in? Where do I want the revenue to be coming in in six months time and in 12 months time? And then making those tweaks and adjustments to to start getting you on that path. Number one, that's that's what I would do if I started over today. Absolutely. Number two, I would make sure that I dialed in building connections, building network and building relationships even more so than I did. And I was a very active, I think, early entrepreneur and getting out there. But I think that there are things that I would do more of, not differently. I would just do more of it making more connections, building more relationships and spending time cultivating this network that then would continue to grow with me over time. Because what I've already built network wise and relationship wise has just been so invaluable in my business and in my career growth, in my skill growth. It has been everything to me. So I can only imagine if I had done more of that, how much more of an impact that would make. So if you're sitting in your business and you're feeling like there are things that you wanna do this year, if you're feeling like you're called for more, if you're feeling like you wanna grow bigger, if you're feeling like you don't wanna be in one-to-one work all the time, forever, take some of these things into consideration. I will say just because they're a part of my journey doesn't mean that they need to be a part of yours and you need to do exactly what I would do in my business if I was starting over, but I will say that there is so much power in simplification. There is so much power in being focused on one specific point and having that laser focus will allow you to grow and build momentum so much quicker than if you're trying to do 20 things at one time. So keep that in mind. And then also 100% focus on those relationships and focus on who you're getting in the room with. You know, if you're getting paid to come and speak, if you're paying to be in rooms, if you're joining rooms for free, if you're creating the rooms. Some of the things that I did early on when I wasn't being invited into rooms, was I freaking created them. Like I co-hosted summits with a woman that I met who became a good friend. I met her in a Facebook group and we said, hey, do you wanna host a summit together? Okay, fantastic. We put together a dream roster of collaborators and speakers and we thought these, these women would say no to us. Like they were much further along in their business than we were at that time and we were shit scared to even ask them. And guess what? 
99% of them said, hell yes. They came, they participated, they brought their audiences, they helped build up the level of the event that we put together. And that grew our email list, our audience. Um, many of those, those attendees turned into clients. It built so many different webs or areas of the web of my network and of our network collectively. So sometimes it's, it's about saying, okay, if I don't feel like I have these opportunities, where am I putting a wall up for myself? Am I just saying, oh, nobody's inviting me to this, or I wish I could be um, somebody that somebody would reach out to and ask to do X, Y, or Z, or ask to show up at this event, or ask to be in this room, or ask to be in this community, or ask to go to a coffee date? Or what if you tore that wall down and instead you did that? What if you said, hey, I'm going to put this together. Hey, do you want to go for a coffee date? Hey, and started creating opportunities for yourself to build that network. So that's a shift that I had early on that was really great. And I would encourage you to give yourself permission to go out there and cultivate relationships, cultivate opportunities for yourself. Because it takes a long time for people to start tapping you on the shoulder consistently for the level of activities, events, opportunities, collaborations that you want to be involved in. And the way for them to see that you are eligible, the way for them to see that you would be a great person to collaborate with them in their event, their community on, is for you to showcase that first. For you to get out there, for you to go on camera, for you to go on stages, events that you're creating or you know pitching yourself to go in. Once you do that, there is a level of credibility that is built by you showing up in one space and then somebody being able to see what you're capable of, see the knowledge that you can transfer to their audience, see the inspiration that you can bring, you know, whatever it is that they're looking for and that you're providing, being able to see tangibly that you can do that is so much more powerful than saying, oh, I just wish somebody would ask me to come and collaborate in this when they haven't seen evidence that you can do that successfully, right? So that's the second largest piece of what I would do more of if I went back in time, not necessarily different, but just more of because it has a profound impact on business growth and development. It's all about the connections that you make, the relationships that you build and the network that you have. So I hope that that is inspiring for you today. I love this question. If you have other questions about how to grow or scale your copywriting business, pop into my DMs and let me know because I will make an episode answering your questions. And I just want to make sure that this is the most useful content to you on the podcast. It is my favorite platform to connect with you on and share on. So ask away. Have a beautiful rest of your day. I'm going to go finish my beach walk and put my feet in the waves and I will see you on the next episode. We just wrapped up another episode of the Freedom Found Podcast. And if you are enjoying this content, you are going to love coming live to the six plus figure copywriter retreat happening May 16th, 17th, and 18th. This is where I am going to be sharing all of my insights in learning to grow and scale the Casey brand into the copy agency and EDU platform that you see it is today so that you can get out of your plateau, be able to triple your revenue in the next 12 months, and be able to get the clear vision on what you actually need to be spending your time on. So you don't feel like you have to do everything under the sun, but we can actually simplify and make scaling so much easier. You got to come to the retreat where I'm going to share all of it live as well as free prizes, do hot seat coaching, and just so much more. So go to crystalchurch.com forward slash retreat to save your seat right now and I will see you there. That is crystalchurch.com forward slash retreat and I'll see you there live on May 16th, 17th, and 18th.